What up, everybody? <laughs> Thank you for joining us for another episode of Where Is This Going? I'm your host, Hunter Miles. Uh, Where Is This Going? A podcast about artists you may not know yet, but hopefully will soon grow to appreciate at the very least. This week, you're about to see Elena Bamfield, super hilarious uh, stand-up comedian and podcaster out of the Lansing area. Um, her and I were... This is what I love about having comedians, but also people who talk into a, a microphone regularly. The conversation never dies. Uh, we're always looking for more things to talk about. Uh, sadly, we both had a spot to get to uh, that night, so we couldn't talk for too long, but always a great time talking to her. Check out her podcast, Leave Me Alone. Follow her on Instagram at Elena Bamfield. Um, yeah, enjoy the episode. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at the underscore Hunter Miles, and you can follow the podcast on Instagram at Where Is This Going Pod, and on Twitter at Where Is This GoPo. Enjoy the show. Also, before we get started, you can see Elena Bamfield featuring for Ron Taylor live at Capital Prime May twenty third in Lansing at seven p.m. Uh, you'll have to call Capital Prime. To get a ticket, reserve your seat, $20 a seat, but don't miss a chance to see a bunch of funny Lansing comedians uh, live May 23rd at 7 p.m. at Capital Prime in Lansing. We march well. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Thank you for joining us for another episode of Where Is This Going? I am your host, Hunter Miles. Where Is This Going? A podcast about artists you may not know yet, but hopefully will soon grow to appreciate at the very least. In the studio today, we have the very funny, very hilarious Miss Elena Bamfield. Hello. Hello. <laughs> of uh, You can catch her podcast, uh, Don't Leave Me Alone. Jeez. I... <laughs> I knew it was something antisocial, and I completely yeah. blanked on it. No, it's all good. <laughs> I was going to say, don't talk to me. Leave me alone. It all means the it same thing. It all means the same thing. It sounds the same when Ex I say it. <laughs> it sounds like, get away from me. Yep. Um, but also, okay, you can follow her. Uh, oh, we didn't even get the handles beforehand. You can follow her on Instagram at? Elena Bamfield. Um Awesome. We'll put it in post. Okay, cool. <laughs> At cool. Elena Bamfield, and it sounds just like it's spelled, except for Elena is A-L-A-I-N-A. -A -A. Yeah, you got that. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people see Alana, like how it's yeah. supposed to I be. I get a million different names. Usually if people are reading my name of a piece of paper, it's not right. It's right. not Elena. It's like <laughs> Alina or Aliana or something like right. that. Right, it's, but... it's uh, dyslexia. That's what it's yeah. called. Uh, <laughs> Happy to have you in the studio. Um, thank you for being here. I 
do have to question that's what I was getting to before is Ellison coming back or not I know there's rumors of Michigan being shut down again so um I mean I'm kind of watching that you know just mm. because I mean that's what happened the first time is that we got it all going and we like set up like four or five shows for right. like out to the end of the year we I were, think like, I might have been on it. one yeah oh yeah you were I have pieces of paper with your name on it I'm supposed to reach out to you um <laughs> are, are they for the same thing or is that completely unrelated uh, no no it's for the same thing They're for the same thing but um but no uh so yeah we're just kind of keeping an eye on that and ellison is opening up a new location with like an upstairs bar and and like stage and stuff so like that could be like a room dedicated to comedy so a separated room is always better yes yeah yes so that's exciting and just kind of trying to decide because ben's leaving and he's my Mm co-host and i do like everything like for Allison, like with him right and i don't necessarily want to run it by myself right um especially like especially if there's gonna be like two shows going on like that's like my like my dream for ellison right is mm-hmm. to do like the like traditional like open mic have you done the ellison open mic before no i haven't okay well it's just like <laughs> it's kind of a shitty room to do comedy in nice. you know nice. like, like like it's a brewery so mm-hmm. you're like doing comedy to like a very small group of people is it in a long type of room or no i'm used to the pub it's like wide okay and like it goes far back but like the whole room isn't like filled with people like there's giant like brew like pot like i don't know brew pots or whatever those like big boiler giant obstructions in the way right and so like your like sound kind of gets like it's like fucked up the sound's kind of fucked up to do it in there and stuff but like but the crowd, like, knows what's going on. Like, everyone that goes to Ellison mm. is, like, fucking in love with Ellison. Right. And they're, like, regulars, so they're there all the time. And they, like, know which nights of the week are going to be, like, trivia night and comedy night right. and stuff like that. And so it's fun to, like, do it there if you can yeah. get past the distractions. There's also, like, have you ever been to Planet Fitness? Yeah. Yes. Uh, so, you know, they have those giant, like, fans, like, <laughs> up at the ceiling. Yeah. L- literally, Ellison has one of those, and it's just, like, going all the time. At all the time. Yeah, yeah, and it's nice. giant, and so there's there's a lot of distractions, and it puts some, I don't know, it puts some, like, hair on your chest, but... <laughs> but to have an attentive crowd is yeah. beneficial. Yeah. Yeah, because at least you can get some genuine feedback Exactly, too. and so I wanted to do, like, a regular, like, open mic uh, mm-hmm. at the, like, OG Ellison spot, and then at the new spot, do more of, like, a showcase-style thing, and, like, yeah. ask for, like, a percentage of the bar to, like, pay people to perform and things. Right. Like month, monthly, would you do? Would it be like a free showcase show and then a percentage at the bar? Is that what you're saying? Uh, yeah, or like a to, five dollar admission. Yeah, I'll have to talk to her about it. I haven't really. I I wouldn't want to charge people. Yeah, to I like know. Eat it, there and it's it's hard to charge people to. I mean, to come to a show. I mean, yeah, like because if the the new spot is a. Uh, it's a whole place, and then upstairs is a separate room. You could charge five dollars for you know admit yeah. yeah entry to the upper room the upper room <laughs> it's a life reference i don't know if you're familiar eddie murphy and martin lawrence i am not we'll scoot past it <laughs> but um yeah and i i understand it is hard to charge for uh comedy shows because you you want people to come there yeah and a lot of people aren't for some reason looking to go I think it's a problem of marketing sometimes. Yeah. Maybe we aren't getting the word out there enough. Yeah, it's also just like a thing too where like I don't I don't I don't think that that many people like comedy the way that we do. And well, I no, think a lot I, of people I forget that so it's hard yeah. for people to like pay to see someone that they like haven't seen on TV before. Right. They're like, you know what I mean? And I completely understand that, but 
I don't I don't know why I said but because <laughs> I'm not because that's the end. But yeah, no, I completely understand that, and yeah. I I understand so, no one's going to like comedy like we do because I mean yeah. that's why we're here. Yeah, uh, not, exactly. Not here, like we've made it anywhere, <laughs> but that's why we're in this uh, passion yeah. project. Yeah. Uh, and that's why we're here. Exactly. No, I'll do I'll do anything uh to not call it a career yet. Yeah. But <laughs> until I'm making steady income from it. Yeah. But people do support live music shows, but that's usually there's there is an interesting group of people who I love, but I do question mm-hmm. who are just super into local arts. Yeah. And I love their support. That's what I'm saying. I love them because they do latch on to local comedians or local bands. And they're like, yeah, I understand uh, Greta Van Fleet is doing something. But have you heard of this Fever Haze? Yeah. Like that. (laughs) Shout out to Fever Haze. (laughs) But... um, and that's where most of our support comes from when we have, like, show regulars. It's yeah. people who like local talent and yeah. choose to support that. And it's the same for local businesses. But it, it's hard to charge for that admiration. Yeah, <laughs> like, it is. Well, and I think that also, like, and the reason, like, I would go lean more towards uh, asking for, like, a percentage of the bars because, like, I feel like the – venue or the bar whatever you're performing your comedy in they have more of an incentive to pay you for what you're doing that's because of like all the like business you're like if people are because there are people that love local talent and that is why they're there and that's why ellison has a great crowd and so like i'm not saying it doesn't happen right (laughs) but not saying we have a crowd every night but yeah yeah but it's but it is uh i just think it's more uh before at this point in time, it's more of something that I would ask for from the venue. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Um, and I think I completely agree with you because I, from running the show at Paris Lounge, catch it every Thursday night at 8 o'clock. It's a fun one. Paris it's Lounge honestly one Holland. of my favorites. Like, I had so much fun when I came last week. I'm glad. Like, like, I, like, asked you for a spot and I was, like, going through, I've been going through some, like, hella anxiety. Amen. Bullshit. And, uh... <laughs> I've been just trying to like sign up for things on my own and go to some open mics on my own. So I don't like, just don't have to worry about anything. You know what I mean? I drove down to Fort Wayne, uh, alone yeah. on, on a whim on Wednesday night. Cause I was like, Oh, I thought I had a different spot yeah. tonight and I don't. And I had already scheduled that Fort Wayne spot for next week. Mm-hmm. I was like, Oh, let me see if I can get on this week. It was at five 30 that yeah. I said that. And it takes me three hours to get there. So I'd get there like at check-in time yeah basically for the show and i was like i'm going yeah i'm going <laughs> alone because yeah. i couldn't it was too late to find anyone to go with yeah. me and everyone already had another show booked i was like well i guess i'll drive three hours by myself yeah. which was it and it was fun um didn't do great it wasn't a different <laughs> perspective i yeah. feel like on your set when you're alone too because you're not That's like definitely... with everybody you know but also i feel like going in with everybody I'm more in a playful mood or like, I don't feel like I'm in such a foreign place. Okay. You know what I mean? I feel that. Especially if you're going, well, if you're going somewhere like Fort Wayne, you know what I mean? But like me driving to Parrots by myself, I'm like, I, like, I, like I rolled two joints. Like I was like, I know that like 
my like like friends from like Grand Rapids are gonna be here. So right. like yeah, and exciting. if yeah, it's the same. Like if I had gone to Crunchies yeah. or whatever, yeah. like I'm fine going there on my own. I usually go there carpooling just because it's safe. Yeah, like that's yeah. not somewhere where I need my environment to follow me. Yeah, to kind of stay in it. You I know? feel that. Yeah, but I was just listening. Oop, oop. <laughs> I was just listening to Brendan. I was listening to the fighter and the kid. Uh, and I was listening to Brendan and Giannis talk about uh, how more comedians are really starting to tour together. Like, Brendan takes uh, Chappelle and, um, oh, what's his name? Malik. Yeah. yeah. No, Malik. Malik. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> you say it however Sorry. Like. <laughs> you, you say it how we're supposed to say it. Yeah. Um, but no, uh, yeah, how Brendan takes them out, mm-hmm. um, and like even Tim Dillon travels with Dan Carney, like he has his opener, so he yeah. he always has a person, and there's some open or there's some headliners who just go out by themselves and just tour, and then they'll take whoever the club books for like a featured MC, but I think it's partially for me what I would love to have is obviously we're talking 10, 15 years down yeah, the road, yeah. or if you're Brendan Schaub, two and a half years, but, <laughs> <laughs> but like going with a, bringing my environment to, and it, maybe it is like a defensive mechanism. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it makes you feel safe. Right. Yeah. yeah. A coping um, mechanism for sure. But do you find more, more benefit in going out and, trying new places alone or going with a crew or of people you're close with this other is, comedians. I'm glad you asked me this because it's something I've been thinking about a lot lately. Mm-hmm. And like, it's one of the reasons I did like ask you, what was it? Was it the day before? Or was it the day of that? I asked you for a spot on parrots. I think it was, it was the day before. Yeah. Yeah. But I was just like, if there's any drops, let me know. Like I'd like to come out or whatever. Right. And, uh, cause I've been just thinking about it. Like I've been thinking about comedy in like a bad way lately, I guess. And it's mm. been making me anxious where it's like, I'll like sign up for things. And then I like carpool with people and I'm like, Oh, I like have to go do this because like, unfortunately, uh, mm. in Michigan, a lot of open mics are on the like weekdays, right? All of them, all of them. Yeah. And you can't find a show on the weekend exactly. that you're not getting booked in advance for. Exactly. And that isn't super hard to get on without some kind of credit of some sort. Exactly. Right. And so it's like, so, um, and I know that I'm willing to do that. I'm willing to go out and, uh, fucking, you know, drive and do all that stuff. And right. it's nice to be with people when I carpool, but I work fucking early. Like yeah. I work in an office, which I'm actually thinking about, uh, I'm thinking about finding like a different job, maybe like a dispensary or something like I wouldn't, I say stay in an office as opposed to this is me as okay. opposed to getting on like a factory floor. That's all I can say. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to get That's on all a I factory floor, but if I could find something like if I could work at, like a dispensary or, you know, sell my underwear, like find something. <laughs> oh, I'm sure that's a, that's a valuable lane at this yeah, point. I could do valuable s- and viable. Yeah. But just find something with shifts because right, right now I work at six in the morning until yeah. five in the afternoon. Oh, and geez. I'm just like, yeah, so no, that's too long. Great for comedy, you know, cause right. like I work all that time and, um, if I book like two nights in a row, that's like just the same day and on repeat over and over. Again. Right. And you don't have like if even if you book a show that night, you basically 
even if it's in Lansing, you have like maybe one or two hour, two to three hours before the show starts. Like to and then yeah, like and like no time to decompress after. Or but. write. Yeah. Like exactly. Like where do you find time to write if you're always trying to do shows too? Which is another. Th- I know. I skip my first break. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my first fifteen minute break, and I only take a fifteen minute lunch so I can get out of work earlier. That's um, smart. And so then I have thirty minutes at lunch, and sometimes I write then when I have to have a show after work. I'll just like mm. write out my set list for that like thirty minutes and. Jeez. Then I'll like get out of work, fucking freak out until I. I mean, to go. but what do you do at the at your desk? Because you work an office job. Yeah. My my I'm like ultimate in the mail room, so I'm like okay. processing documents. I'm basically like. My ultimate goal has always been an office job. Really? A, of any sort. Wow, you can move to Lansing. Right. Uh, let me try. <laughs> if I, if I'm making a move right now, it's not going to be a literal lateral move. It's gonna yeah. be. Yeah. It's gonna be a, a more lateral move, but just yeah. further east. Yeah. I guess. Okay, we're thinking uh, latitude. Anyways, <laughs> I want to go to New York, folks. I just came back from New York, and it was fucking fun. You had a long day on the disc golf course, or maybe just camping with friends and don't want to struggle in search of the perfect edible to elevate the fun? Well, Pearly Baker Edibles has you covered with their new and convenient day trip box and campfire box. Each one has just enough variety for any cannabis consumer's palate, and you can share with a friend or just enjoy alone uh the day tripping box has the jerky and lighthearted lemonade each medicated at a hundred milligrams of thc the gone nuts which is a delicious sweet and spicy deluxe nut treat at 150 milligrams of thc and the fruit by the milligram uh delicious fruit leather uh with 50 milligrams of thc and that's for like your normal day trip to a disc golf course you know out with friends and then there's the campfire box which is the perfect s'mores kit uh as the coco loco bar which is 200 milligrams of thc the smoosh mallow and stoned cocoa each at 100 milligrams of thc and graham crackers perfect for that stoned s'mores uh pearly baker edibles are made with whole flour in small batches for your best experience and they can be found on instagram in storefronts across michigan and with cannabis delivery services follow them on instagram at pearly baker edibles and we thank you for being a sponsor and please let them know that we sent you and you can receive a free peach ring uh the best thing i like the most what i like most about pearly baker edibles is the play on the traditional snacks that we had as kids growing up and you'll see that with your free peach ring if you tell them we sent you so thank you back to the show i do uh, want to talk about new york yes of course um but right now we're talking day jobs yes um, also if you if you haven't realized elena is a stand-up comedian I as well a as a comedian as well as a podcaster um from the lansing area uh um williamston yeah i grew originally. up in williamston which is just a small town 30 minutes east of east of lansing right uh so it's basically saying like you're from detroit if you're not actually yeah yeah but I live in Lansing now, so I like travel from Lansing. So, and I started doing Lansing com- or comedy in Lansing. Right, I Lansing started doing comedy. Lansing comedy in yeah. Lansing. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> Lansing-based uh, <laughs> comedy. All so my jokes are capital-based. I'm like based out of like a right. fighter, you know, <laughs> like I'm like fighting out of Lansing. But right. um, but no, uh, I forgot what the fuck we were talking about. Uh, well, why. you're from Williamston. Um, we can talk a little bit about your home life if you want. You were a gymnast. 
gymnast yes i was a gymnast i did uh i'm more of a cheerleader so i did gymnastics like recreational classes like cheer like palms or like straight competitive cheer? Okay. like like my parents like, that sounds more palms uh cheerleading uh no there was no like pom-poms or anything okay. so it's called all-star cheerleading it's like it's huge it's like all-star all-star okay all-star cheerleading. sorry you're accent kind of threw I'm me sorry off there. I am so sorry I fucking have a heavy Midwestern accent yeah, I feel like sometimes it's a heavy trailer like I said it, it is no I heard my dad talk the other day and I was like shit we have a fucking terrible accent like the line is not great yeah no it sounds like it sounds like I have too many teeth in my mouth I when I like hear myself like listen back to recordings of me on stage I'm I, like god damn it's to me it sounds like my tongue is too big so I get the same it's basically the same issue yeah yeah, yeah. It's like it's crowded in here. Or something like, why didn't you remove my tonsils? Like, I feel like that was like the Also, issue. I'm waiting for that one. I just want to be hospitalized for a little bit. I need ice cream. I just need a break. Yeah. I just need a break. <laughs> I just need, I just a, need break. a break. <laughs> I feel that, dude. I'm like, uh, I was like at a level of depression where like I found this like the YouTube algorithm spit out this real niche like dude like this real niche like account to me right and he's just this British guy that cleans pools that are like disgusting like gross but he cleans them to like completion you know what, what like, kind of kink does that play to for you I don't know but it's just like it, the day he can't remove all that algae that's how <laughs> he says it algae um that's when I'll do it uh but <laughs> <laughs> that's when I'll come oh, oh no that's when you kill yourself okay <laughs> Got you. <laughs> no, but uh, whichever comes first. Yeah, whichever comes first. But um, <laughs> no, he's great. He's great. That and like pimple popping videos. I like okay, watch yeah. get lost and shit like that. I can get like, into that and like blackhead removal. Oh yes, ingrown hairs. Dude, oh get my out gosh. Of there. Yeah, that's my shiz. <laughs> um, I was just about to bring something up before. I... Oh my lord. What were we talking about? Well, we were talking about. <laughs> you said well, your first question that we you were diverged a gymnast. from. Well, the question before that okay. about, about traveling and carpooling, oh, yeah. uh, like doing it. Yes, yes. You <laughs> would like rather never finish that. You would thought. rather be with a crew, or I'd rather be with the crew. It just depends on who the crew is. And lately, my crew has been like my boyfriend's like roommates, and they're like right. all like you know fucking four or five years my senior in, in say, comedy. Yeah, and so they're, it's just like a and little they're pretty bit talented. In, no, they're very talented, and I I admire the fuck out of them, and I love them, and I like we're good friends, right. and uh, most of the time it's fine. But I do not like doing bad so yeah it's exactly just like well more comparatively yeah com no and like they don't do it to me i do it to me right yeah. you know what i mean like yeah. so it's just like i just need a moment especially after like all of this shit to because just, you like you all can have a good set no, that yeah, is we all possible. have too, and yeah. it's been a lot of fun, and it's more fun than when I'm alone when we right. all have a good set. Exactly, like, when everyone kills. Yeah, I, I was just about to throw a whole, a whole scene down the river. Anyways, <laughs> no, I I definitely agree. Um, because going to one place and having like the whole car full kill. Yeah, I remember we went to JB's Whiskey to do uh the roast battle, and all of us in the car had lost to Joseph Johnson. I can't tell you how That's just depressing That's that drive was. <laughs> because I lost You would not expect Joseph Johnson to win the no, roast battle. No, the roast battle. But you know what? It makes sense. He's been getting roasted since birth. Like, yeah, yeah. It, <laughs> He's such I, a I nice love, guy, too. It's I know. Like, I, I don't get it. <laughs> I love him. He just looks sickly, and it's... <laughs> 
it's it's unfortunate and i love you joseph it's not like you watch the podcast but if you do you'll share it yeah because um, <laughs> he's a nice guy because he's so nice but yeah we all we all lost to him because he's so nice exactly and we did not none of us expected to lose to him but he came to kill like it was like a school shooter moment like he was he was built for it but but it was just and that just feels like because we all just lost a competition we all just lost a hundred bucks yeah it's not even basically did better than you at an open mic or something exactly exactly we all just lost so it's not like it's not like it was a great it's not like like man he competition he had a great set and we didn't it was he killed all of us and now we just have to be sad about it. But that also, because we all bonded. So even if you all bomb at a show or if you all kill at a show, it's a bonding experience, I'd say. Yeah. We've driven to Crunchies and had uh, some of us kill mm-hmm. and then one of us really bomb. Yeah. You know what we all did? Pick on that one person who bombed and then we all laughed. Yeah. So yeah. it's it's all about perspective. I no, guess. it is. Or the crew. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, it's, and so it's like fun when like everything like works out and it's literally nothing about them. It's like all like my own shit, you know? But like, right. I was just like, just lately, I've just been trying to figure out like why I like comedy, like mm-hmm. why I liked it and why it was like such like, like, cause like after like I had broken up with like my ex that I had been dating for a long time, like that's like when I started to like finally actually get into it. And, uh, I'm like, why was that like a like a safe haven feeling for me? And I'm like, right. it's because it's something like that I got to do because I like didn't really get to do it before, and like I've been treating it like something that I have to do. Uh, and so like literally like once I like my like perspective changed on that, like everything felt like so much better. And then I like hit you up to do like the stage time, and like instead of doing like written jokes, I was like, I'm just gonna talk about shit that like, I mean, I had written it down like as something I might want to talk about, right? Like, Should I hadn't talked about it on stage before, and I had a good time, and I was just Hell like, yeah. fuck, like this is like like comedy was like fun because it was something that like i was figuring out for myself you know right and so it's like i just need to like have enough of that before like you know and you weren't mixed with the carpool yeah and you weren't driven by the carpool yeah 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 (laughs) funny (laughs) you weren't driven by the carpool but um i definitely get it because i think the the best part or when i start to love comedy again like because i've i think a lot of us always fall into those valleys of like it's really hard yeah why am i doing this like why did i especially lately yeah yeah i I think with the quarantine and stuff with like people being shamed for doing shows yeah and then you you have to even if you're not being shamed you have to take a step back and be like is is it worth it like is not so much is it worth the risk but like is this like a viable option for no, yeah, living it scares me every day yeah you know what i mean because i'm just like um, fuck like right. am i gonna have to come back to insurance <laughs> like you know like <laughs> and i mean would that be such a such an awful life no, who's to say that's why i'm willing to go for it too at the same time um, right and it's that's not to say that i just have a job whenever i fucking want one you know right but like but, but like i have like enough experience like now in the field that it's like i'm confident that i could find another job in insurance and live exactly. at least a lot like my mom works the same place i work at i'm like i could produce a similar life that i grew up with <laughs> like, <laughs> right know, which like, which i mean wasn't too bad which, yeah so it's like yeah. at the end of the day it's like like i'm right back where i started right now and it's not that bad um, right so might as well move to new york uh and yeah like, and know? i can do i can do what i'm doing now there yeah and it'll be easier yeah 
and, and it, I'll get more reps in. That's and... my thought. That's my thought too, honestly. And I think it's because of being in New York. Um, two more videos coming of my stand-up on YouTube coming soon of my sets in the comic strip live and the Broadway Comedy Club. You know what? Maybe just one of them. We'll just do the comic strip yeah. one. Did you do it was jokes? Ba- it was almost the same set, but it, one was a little bit longer. Okay. Oh, so yeah. I, there was more jokes. Yeah. And it was more playing with the crowd. Uh, honestly, the one that wasn't an audition basically was a lot more fun and better. Yeah. Um, it Less was pressure. So Exactly. Was it before or after the one? It was, was before. Okay. <laughs> Damn it. So you're probably like, fuck. Yeah, I wasted the I know. good juice. I, <laughs> yeah. We wasted the surprise on you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Big Daddy reference. Also New York based. I got to love it. Uh, uh, maybe Boston. I actually really don't know. Any Jew. You were talking about how a breakup kind of led you into stand up. So let's get into that. Who were your... Who were you watching growing up or who, I guess, what introduced you? What so, was your introduction to stand-up comedy? So it was really like a new thing that kind of just kind of hit it like a brick wall. Like it, mm-hmm. I just like ran huh. into it. Like I wasn't, my parents weren't like watching stand-up growing up mm-hmm. or anything like that. Uh, me and my best friend re- really thought like whose line is it anyway was funny. Right. And so it's like I would like watch that but not like religiously. Like it's not necessarily a, like a staple piece of my childhood. Just right. like something I'd do on like sleepovers to stay up. Like mm-hmm. to stay awake. Like yeah. watch whose line is it anyway to stay awake. Yeah. <laughs> That's when you know it's late. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> on ABC Family. Turn it on. Turn it on. <laughs> we already have like it's already when you're slap happy, so you'll laugh at it. Exactly. It was so funny. It was, that's the best time to watch it. Um, right. Uh, Are you saying it's not actually funny on its own? The, no, it is. It's just there's a lot of things that didn't age well. But um, <laughs> duly noted. Yeah. But um, uh, that I probably laughed at as a kid. That yeah, no, I wouldn't laugh at. But um, well, now you now you'd laugh at for a different reason. Yeah. 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 <laughs> But no, so it wasn't like a thing that I was like super into. I didn't watch stand-up comedy on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Um, my my ex really liked the Joe Rogan experience. So oh, I guess yeah. thank God for that because I guess I started listening to that when I started working at the office. Right. And because uh, I was just working in a cubicle and I had to listen to podcasts. and he had int- So I would listen to the ones that I like thought were interesting. Right. And I started listening to... Uh, his interviews with like Nikki Glaser and Annie Letterman and you know like those fucking, girls. Yeah, I and love both of. I love it just Annie, fucking took off. Yeah, so, Annie Letterman is my favorite. She's literally like and I, and Whitney Cummings too. Like I love mm. Whitney Cummings. Uh, Annie Letterman is like my Whitney Cummings. Like like I like I don't know how no, to explain that. No, but I know, you know exactly what, I mean. what you like, mean though. Yeah, I love them both. I would fucking be the happiest little coffee cuck for either of them. <laughs> but like of you know like, but so just kind of like. I don't know. I just heard them talking about comedy, right. and I was like, I've fucking always been funny, so right. I'm gonna go try it. And it took up a, like took a lot of fucking nerve to get up on stage. You know, I right. think I wrote for like six months. Where was your first open mic? Um, Moriarty's Pub. It was around the corner from my house, <laughs> and I just walked down there. I was the only one doing comedy. Uh, oh, yeah. I sat with this like. Uh, just like with this little fat kid, <laughs> and I was like, "Hey, you doing the open mic?" And he was like, "Yeah." And I was like, what are you going to do? And he's like, I'm going to rap. And I was like, okay, I got this. Like, you <laughs> oh, know yeah. what I mean? I was like, this dude's going to rap. Like, I'll right. be fine. Yeah. You know, like, it doesn't matter. I won't be the most embarrassed yeah, 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 yeah. He did great. He fucking killed it, though. But <laughs> he went on after me, so That's it's sad. fine. So okay, I was yeah. able to keep the confidence. Right. Like, that false sense of, like, security. Yeah, up. that false sense. Yeah, yeah. Because my first open, I mean, my first open mic was a comedy open mic. But the first open mic I went to, I saw 
I saw Lansing comedians. I saw Osa, I saw Trevor, and I saw Johnny. Mm-hmm. And uh, Basal, Tress, and Mockney, for those keeping track. Um, <laughs> but but I saw them all do really well. And I I thought of a tag or like a, a, a punch for one of Johnny's jokes. And I was like working up the confidence to give it to him. I, was, I wrote it on a little piece of paper. I was like, I mean, maybe this might work like in his... I don't know, maybe. Yeah. But how do I talk to him? And yeah, then I yeah. saw someone just completely bomb. And it was sad. And I've seen him bomb several times since. Yeah. So, yeah. But that's what like gave me the confidence to yeah. do it. Um, so I'm glad that your confidence came from what I'm sure was a SoundCloud rapper at the time. Yeah, at, yeah. I'm at, still, dude, we're Snapchat best. friends. Hell you yeah. know, like, I still see his shit. But like, um, <laughs> <laughs> like he sends me his songs and stuff. Hell so yeah. like, that's cool. Like, he's a cool dude. But like, mm-hmm. so that's what I did. I went up there. I told seven jokes in about four minutes. I was gonna say how much time. I fucking jumped off stage. <laughs> I took like a. Uh, like a double shot of tequila before I got on stage because I was like nervous. And yeah. Then, but like it went well. They like laughed and like it's right around the corner from my house. And like I go on walks with like my dogs and shit. And so like every time I'd walk past there, they'd be like, we miss you. Come do comedy. You know, like Hell things yeah. like that. So like I just started going there a lot. And then I went to Ellison and then I kind of met like a little crew. Like I was telling mm-hmm. you earlier. And so did you start going? Did you start doing comedy basically independent of any scene? Because this was a variety like a variety open mic that was mostly music yep. i'm sure yeah exactly and then i like uh just kind of uh how did i even figure that out i literally went to an open mic i was just like googling like open mics yeah and just like trying to find places that had open mics and i think i found like max i don't know how i found mcn mm-hmm. i have no idea how oh I yeah found mcn or I ellison to be honest with you because like, I, ser- I i just searched the same thing on facebook and and now I do the same thing for every state that I'm trying to yeah, go to. Yeah. <laughs> I just search, uh, like, uh, going to Austin in May. Catch me in Austin in May. Fuck yeah. Um, but I just search on Facebook Austin open mics or mm-hmm. Austin comedy scene. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the same thing I did for Michigan was Michigan open mics or Michigan comedy. And yeah. Yeah, found MC. It's really easy when you search in Michigan comedy because... MCN comes up right away. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. No, but I think that, yeah, I think I just, like, uh, I must have been, like, going to Ellison and, like, eating there or something, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? But I figured out that there was an open mic there, and that was, like, the second open mic I went to, and that was the first one that was, like, for, con- like, all, all comedy right. was happening. Right. Um, And that was fucking... I mean, it was just easy after that, you know, like met some people. They told me about MCN and then I just filled up my schedule and I just started going like so hard. Yeah. Once you. Because I was heartbroken as fuck. (laughs) Like I was just like. It was right. Fresh (laughs) after a breakup. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm fresh to do anything. Yeah. 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 Especially throw myself into a new passion. Yeah, Um, exactly. But it worked out for me. Yeah. yeah. And I'm sure, and I'm sure it will when you have nothing else to lose. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. When, when you feel you've just like, well, this was my life. So yeah guess i gotta find a new one guess i gotta find a new one i don't know you'll make it work but um and i'm get so yeah we already talked about you and i already talked about who you came into um with that crowd but how was it uh making i guess making friends or just trying to break into the com did you like did you let your stage presence or your 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 performance. Did you let your performance kind of speak before you reached out to any of the comedians? Um, yeah. I didn't I wasn't like I was really worried 
I have like a, like huge imposter syndrome thing. Like I never think yeah. anything I do is good enough. Like even if I have a good set, I'm still just like, ugh, like yeah. you know, like I missed this part or like whatever. And like right. that's just comedians. That's how we all are. Yeah, I think it's it's um, more of a perfectionist thing than yes. imposter, but but I think it's both. Yeah. Yeah. But this, but you know what I mean. But it's like if I do bad, like I I base uh, my ability to do comedy on my last set for sure. Oh yeah. And so um, that's always in the back of my head. I'm still feeling rough from my Fort Wayne set. Yeah. 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 yeah especially you know. with the, going back to especially with a lonely drive. Yeah. For three hours yeah. afterward, really I was just like, it. and it wasn't a great set. I was just like, I just did 15 minutes of decent. I, maybe and, yeah, and that's just yeah. all that's going through my head yeah on the way home it's just really sad <laughs> it's hard not to drink and drive at that point but no 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 oh my god <laughs> no but <laughs> no it was fine it was fine there was a lot of like i had a lot of turmoil it's like uh mm. and i don't even think like I don't want to say it's like being a woman in comedy, but like kind of, you know what I mean? Like Please a, don't, a because bit. we're all sick of it. Yeah, I know. Everyone's sick of hearing it, but like. <laughs> yeah, the woman in comedy plight, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You got a special on Hulu. Get over it. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. But no, they're like. But the thing that sucked about it was like, because um, it's not because I was being that way. It's because someone else was like projecting that onto me sort right. of thing. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. that kind of sucked. And like I had to like go through like waves of friends and uh i don't know it's been nice because like everyone's like my cup of tea which like, mm -hmm. works out you know so it's like i feel comfortable like hanging out with just about anybody you know right. like i came to parrots and i like hung out with joe elder which i like don't normally do right you know what i mean i'm like it's i like fine. how you said joe elder like it's well just like, <laughs> like i just like an irreputable name <laughs> like and I hung out with Joe Elder, and everybody knows well, he's just, like, weird. Well, just, talk to him more than I normally yeah. like, do, you know? And, like, I, like, tend to be, like, elusive at mics because, like, like I said, like, I, like, have to work and stuff. So I'm usually, right. like, like... First in, like, first out. Yeah, I'm like, hey, can you put me up early? Like, yep. you know, especially if it's, like, a Tuesday. Like, like thank you, Kean Straub at Tip Top. Like, that dude is always just fucking, like... Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, no, I figured I'll put you up early. Kean's like, the most chill dude I know. Yeah, no, he's amazing. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, but... Also, check out his 420 show at Tip Top on Tuesday. Oh, wait. This is airing later. But check out Kian's show at Tip Top every Tuesday yeah, at 8 p.m. in Grand Rapids. Yeah, he also a podcast, Speaking Out Proud, with yes. Sydney Smith. Yes, with yes. Sydney Smith. Also, good. check out his episode of the podcast. He'll be back to do more. Any Jew. Shameless plugs. <laughs> <laughs> we'll cut to do anything. Also, you know what? Why don't we cut here for an ad? This episode of Where Is This Going is brought to you by Off The Grid, house of the vintage and handcrafted and created in secret. Off The Grid is located at 2863 West Shore Drive, apartment 114 here in Holland, Michigan. Uh, and Off The Grid has everything you need to get exactly that, Off The Grid. Before you go away for the weekend, make sure you get hooked up with a fresh drip, with a new glass piece. Uh, they are a curated vintage apparel shop mixed with a premium glass shop and just here to curate a vibe for you to get off the grid. Uh, Barber coming soon. They are, like I said, located at 2863 West Shore Drive, apartment 114, open Monday through Saturday, 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. Check them out. Tell them we sent you, and you will get 10% off of any glass or merchandise pur purchase. Um, yeah, just mention where is this going, and say what up to Alex and Bruce. And we're back. All right. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> Jake, just make sure you mark that. Uh, <laughs> it'd be really sad if we didn't put an ad there because now we have sponsors. Yeah. Um, oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. Hell so, uh, and now 
now I'm reeling to figure out where we were just were. Um, being elusive at Mike's. Um, we're talking about Kian. Um, um, just coming out and being on your own, maybe. I love how fucking lost we both Yeah, are. no, that's why we got this name. It's a pretty... Where is this going? Yeah. Where is this even going? We cornered a market no, on confusion. Uh, hmm. <laughs> well, we'll get to this because I had a question and I was okay. just trying to see if I could segue it into that. Uh, transition, let's do it. <laughs> um, bump, bump. So, speaking of podcasts and whatnot and ads and things like that, are you on Anchor? Yes. Yes. Awesome. That's what I thought. I thought I heard an Anchor ad in there. Did you fucking hear an Anchor ad? No, I didn't. I'm kidding. Oh. Yes, I did. You did? Yeah. Oh, I just, like, I didn't know. Have you been self-conscious about them getting in there? (laughs) (laughs) How did they do that? How did they put that? No, I turned, like, sponsorships on, but I thought that I had to record a fucking ad for it, so I didn't think that it was, like, up yet. All right. Hey, Jake, cut this part. I didn't hear any ads. Are you fucking no. with my mind? I just knew that you were on Anchor because you've shared an Anchor link, but you do. Hey, Elena, you do have to record an Anchor ad. Okay. <laughs> so here's the thing. I understand I you turned them like... on, but you got to go and record one. Or you can just record it and then and put the audio for it. And then you every time you upload, because you upload your audio to Anchor, right? Yeah. And then you click the ad thing, like to mm-hmm. add the monetization, you know, the dollar sign green yeah. thing. You click that. Have you been clicking that? No. Okay. Well, you click that. Well, it said, <laughs> do you want to turn sponsorships on for this episode? And I said, yeah. And then I thought they were just going to find some for me. No. And they are just going to throw them on there. I mean, not to, <laughs> not to my knowledge. <laughs> Well, I don't know because I they have like a pre-recorded like anchor one where like this woman says something. Oh, so I, I thought maybe that's maybe what you I heard. haven't heard it. You want to play one of your episodes right now? No. But also, you, okay. But here's the thing: if you <laughs> no. if you haven't been hitting the uh, st- uh like when you put your audio in, if you haven't been hitting that like ad monetization part thing, and they haven't been on your episodes. Well, I mean that's that's okay. I haven't really like you. Know, I haven't been looking for yeah. money either. Like I haven't I went to you. the wallet or anything. I was like, yeah, just go check my monetization. Also, <laughs> you know, we're not gonna cut that in. I just wanted to cut it out. I'm just letting you all know because I felt bad for lying to her that I had said I actually listened to her podcast and we've talked about it. <laughs> but I just wanted to say that the ad was in there to kind of make her feel better. But yeah, her that's con- like fucking her con- someone that have the winning lottery ticket or something. Be like you've got money probably yeah but like <laughs> if you haven't checked your wallet that's on you <laughs> yeah no i wasn't expecting it you surprised me you oh, literally yeah. you you knocked me off my feet i didn't know <laughs> you i, I, I knocked you i, I did like, not literally knock am you. i making money a lot of people have been listening to my podcast okay lately. could well, i be making money you could be if you had turned that on a minute I could ago be if i had invested so. in dogecoin but oh <laughs> also should we check check what doge if, are you invested? I am, and I'm. Did ca- you make money on Doge? No, I'm sad I didn't sell. Oh. Because it's <laughs> it's, uh, so far as I've been checking, it's been down. Um. Oh wait, no, we're coming back up. We're making a move. We're back at thirty four cents. Hell yeah. So. Did you, did you wish you would have sold it? Oh shit! Bitcoin is down big. Bitcoin went back down to fifty five thousand. Anyways, I don't know if you're keeping track. I'm How not. did we get here? I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know why I brought up Bitcoin. I'm so sorry. Oh, uh, no, Doge you brought coin. up Doge because uh, we're talking about monies. Yeah. Um, Monetization. 
but all of that was to get to your podcast. Yes, I have one. Yeah. <laughs> Leave me alone. You can find it on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, and... Google Play, Stitcher. What who listens to fucking Stitcher? Wait, so I'm glad it's on there, but it's who on to it's it? on Stitcher, but it's Anchor. No, Anchor posts to eight different platforms. Your podcast oh. is on a bunch of different things too. Well, see, no, I knew my and um, Overcast. And a bunch shout of out to stuff. Anchor. I knew that because uh, I started on Spreaker, and Anchor's monetization is just a lot easier because they give you an ad. Like, you get your first ad read from yeah. Anchor, yeah. which is awesome. But um, I started on Spreaker because it was cheap, but Anchor is free. Yeah. So, hell yeah. But I need you. Um, I knew that I was on, I was on, uh, like, iHeartRadio and all that from uh from Spreaker but I didn't know any I didn't know anything about Stitcher. I yeah. thought I thought you only got to Stitcher from uh using Stitcher as a host. I thought Stitcher was a host. I'm not sure. They may, maybe they don't post it to Stitcher, but that's one of the ones I specifically remember reading and being like I don't know what that is. You know, yeah, like Google Podcasts makes sense to me. I'm like that's right. an Android thing. Exactly. Like, you know, but like the other stuff If, if I don't my know. mom wants to listen to my podcast, she'll have to get Spotify or Google. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh but no, it's been fun. I started it. It's been officially a year since I started it and I posted two episodes, spilled a can of beer on my laptop. <laughs> Pandemic was happening, couldn't fix it. Sent it to go get fixed. They held it for ransom for like six hundred dollars <laughs> in Missouri. I paid them six hundred dollars, got it back. In like, Missouri? Yeah. They took a trip for yeah, it. Yeah, and then uh waited five months after I got it back to finally start doing podcasts again. So I've got nice. quite a few. I've been fucking trucking it to try and catch up it was a lost time but it's been stressful um and uh i had it as a bi-weekly podcast for quite some time mm -hmm. and then moved it back to a weekly podcast and i'm just trying to like cycle having guests on but like you probably know like it's like right. fucking sometimes it's nerve-wracking to like reach out to people and like ask them for their time and Definitely. like you know so it's like Definitely. hard to like it's hard for me to like reach out and ask for people to be on the podcast i kind of wait for them to like ask me to be on their podcast and i'm like <laughs> so as a favor to as return favor. since you owe me one Hunter, right will you be do on you want to come be on leave me alone i would know? love like, to be on your podcast so... just because i'm looking i you have to understand this about all of us especially as local most of us local comedians but yeah. also all local podcasters we're all looking for more exposure yeah exactly. so anyone's exactly. podcast listen you, to that my you podcast do, please exactly <laughs> um but i was gonna blah, blah, completely lost my train of thought doing other people's <laughs> podcasts okay so i was <coughs> i'll let you live Elena just died right here. Um, in your arms tonight. <laughs> Must have been something I said. I. <laughs> so you do your podcast solo for the most part. Yes. And I started as a solo podcast. Yeah. And it will go back to that if I can't find any. Yes. Yeah, my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so I, when you had asked, when you had said that, I'm sure you feel this. Um, I thought you were gonna. Try to talk, try to talk to me about doing a solo podcast, oh, yeah. which I want to do more of. Yeah, but because I already picked a lane in highlighting, start another podcast. Yeah, I, I, you know, I'd like to see here. You just call it like we're here or we're, we're there. We're Where's there. This going? Where is we're this there. going? Where is this going? We made companion it. Pro and it's companion podcast. It's we called. Made it. We made it. Yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I I had thought about doing. 
kind of splitting this podcast up mm-hmm. with because I have I have an abundance of comedians. Yeah. That uh, are always one looking for exposure. Yeah. For some reason, comedians are the number one people trying to get their name out there. Yeah. Um, mostly because they have less following than the local music scene. Yeah. As we previously referenced, but um. Since I have so many comedians that also want to do the podcast and that I'm friends with, I was thinking about bringing a co-host on to talk to comedians mm-hmm. and then just doing my solo like one-on-one with like other artists mm-hmm. um, and kind of doing those like two a week if I could. But it's just the motivation part. Is... Yeah, it's hard because once you've like fucking promised something to the internet, it's funny though because like I promise <laughs> things to the internet. Like I'm like, this is a weekly podcast now, and then I like stress and stress and stress over right. like making sure I have a fucking episode for that week. And who's gonna know? Literally, no one. Like I posted a podcast today, and I think I mean eight people have listened to it today, which is impressive to me. Because uh, sometimes it takes a long time for people to like jump on the train and like actually like listen to the episodes, right. you know. Uh, but it's been getting more consistent, which is uh, encouraging. That's why Sunday. Monday has been my move. Yeah. Is because it's the start of the week and yeah. like if you put it on a Monday, it's you can put it on the queue sometime during the week. Yeah, exactly. Know? And like it's it's ready for that work week, which is why I do it too. And I mean it works with my schedule. So like right. that's why I release them on Sundays. But um but I don't know, I like doing it solo. There's like a benefit to it because I'm not at a I don't know how long you've been doing comedy, but I've been doing it for like a COVID year. Mm-hmm. So I had like fucking five months of stage time before everything shut down and then like i've been just kind of like i kind of got like knocked off of like my bike as soon as i like started to like finish like figure out how to ride it like Mm -hmm. sort of and so it's been like hard to get back in which is why the like lone wolf like open mic stuff is like good for me because like there's no like because i'm competitive too so i don't like to do definitely so um, comparative yeah 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 and uh yeah, that's a better word for it is comparative, but because um, it's not because it's not like I want like anyone to do bad. Right. I just want to make sure I do good, you know. Yeah, especially and, compared to them. Yes, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, but doing it solo has made me feel better about talking and about like progressing in comedy because like I'm not I'm an open micer I'm not at like a position where like I'm like feeling like I deserve a feature spot or. Right. You know, like doing anything like that. And so, mm. like, but knowing that I can sit down and like talk to myself for 30 minutes and that like at least like 40 people a month enjoy it. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? I'm like, exactly. that's like cool. And like, like it just like, and you get better at it as you do it because it's hard. Right. Like, I don't know if you've tried to sit down and talk to yourself for 30 minutes and I make did, it cohesive. I did one episode. I'm going to have to check the listens or watches on it. I don't know. I, it might be my my lowest viewed yeah, <laughs> or downloaded yeah. episode but it it was therapeutic and judging by my current life situation i may do another one soon yeah um, yeah but because it is therapeutic and well it's nice too because like people because especially if you're like it's a solo episode like mm-hmm. you like there's like less pressure to like be funny like i want all my shit to be entertaining yeah. like but like it's like you're listening to somebody's problems right now exactly and like you need to acknowledge you that you can't expect much more yeah exactly and i th- Doing that one made me want to do more, mm-hmm. and specifically for that because I can, I can, I can try to be funny, but with when my only audience member really in real time is Jake, then I'm like, yeah, it's I, even harder when it's just yourself. You right? Know what I mean, I, you're usually, like, I don't know if this is funny. right, and I can make her laugh doing anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we can do hand farts all day. We're good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but also, you know what? I'll do one now. Like her. 
Wow. Right. Yep. We're good. Anyways. <laughs> Just burning a hole in the tablecloth no. to do a hand fart. I wish those were picked up on the mic. I Can you? do it. Please pause for a hand fart. That's not bad. I can't do it. <laughs> Hold on. This is definitely the... My armpit's really dry because I use all natural deodorant with no aluminum. Really? And... Uh, was it natural jack or something? Ouch. Decent. It just literally hurts. Yeah, I know because it's dry. It's, it's dry. chafing, it's basically. Like, I want to be like... <laughs> <laughs> we'll do anything for a laugh. Uh... You do it with my mouth pretty good. I can talk with my mouth closed. Ooh. That's entertaining. Do it. Go ahead. Yell inside your mouth. What are you not doing what you're going to say? Dang. It's part of pinky. Like, it sounds like a chance in the closet. Like, yeah. Pony! <laughs> me! But also, do you Johnny, think... <laughs> do you think that could make you more audible in a closet? Like if, oh, I think about I. Uh, so I literally this happened recently. I wanted to say this at Parrots, and I like because I don't know if you remember at Parrots, but you gave me the light, and like I like just ran out of things that I like was riffing about. But I wanted to bring up that I that day I had watched ten hours of Twenty Twenty on ABC, Jeez. and like <laughs> I am like fully confident in that like like if someone. Like if someone kidnapped me and put me in a shipping crate, I would get out of there. Oh, you yeah. know, but like I'm also now I'm also terrified of being kidnapped and put inside of a shipping crate. Because and so you, there's like pros you and cons. Feel, you're feeling like you're manifesting. Yes, it too. exactly. <laughs> but I've like been thinking about it, and I'm like, a serial killer is like I feel like it's kind of like a bear. You know what I okay. mean? Like in the sense that like, like because because like the thing they say on on like they're talking to these like survivors or whatever. Of on, like, bear on, attacks like, or no of like oh. of kidnapping. <laughs> okay. Um, on like 2020, and uh, they're like, you never know what you're gonna do when you're in that situation, right? And I'm right. like, false. I've thought about it. Uh, <laughs> someone walks up to me with a gun in a parking lot, and they're like, you're gonna get in my car. I'm gonna kill you. My immediate response is gonna be, well, you better fucking shoot me then in front of all of these people because I ain't coming with you. There is no way, and I feel like that alone, that amount of confidence would just right. like knock them off kilter. Like they wouldn't like expect right. it. Yeah, they're, and that would get away. And even they're if, not respond. They're not expecting a do it, pussy. Exactly, like, <laughs> like do it. Like you are highly overestimating my like how much I value my life. Right. <laughs> like, like, oh, dude, kill me! I I've almost done this three times. Yeah, literally. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe this is the push I needed. Thank yeah. You, may, so you know much. what? If, if you're I, not going to, I will. I didn't have the balls. You don't either. Yeah. Guarantee. Guarantee it. No balls won't do it. Exactly. That's my favorite pushing phrase to get. <laughs> no any, balls won't do no it. No balls won't do it. My friend Gavin, shout out Gavin Gray, is my friend Gavin was the first person to ever say that to me and it worked uh, peer pressure wise uh <laughs> i would say uh insert name here don't be a bitch don't be a that's bitch a yeah too. that's a good don't one don't be a bitch hey hey don't be a bitch don't my favorite bitch. thing um working on bringing it to the stage my <laughs> my favorite thing is when a black man is tired of hearing a bullshit excuse they go hey 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 when black people are tired of hearing anything. Yeah, it's... Hey. <laughs> hey. It's funny when it shouldn't be. Hey. Like, they're trying to, like, end the nonsense. <laughs> exactly. And, like... And, like... <laughs> It's way more funnier their de escalate their de escalation process. Yeah. Hey, hey. Hey. <laughs> hey. 
I don't give a shit. Like that and was, you believe him. That was my stepdad yesterday. Too. Yeah. And, like if I was like, I don't give a shit. You'd be like, you sound like you give a shit. Ew, you yeah, it I mean? really sounds like it. And he's like, hey, hey. I don't give a shit. I'm done with the bullshit. And no matter what, it's not shut up. It's not stop talking. It's, hey, hey. If they could be screaming at you. It's, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> done with it. Done with it. <laughs> it's, my fa- it's my favorite black man move, and I can only hope to grow black enough to... Uh, Use it in my everyday Embrace life. Embrace it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But um, <laughs> shit, where do we go from here? Um, you doing spicy tonight? I don't have a spot. No. No. Well, you can try to get on. I could try to get on. Uh, my roommate's having boy problems, so I'm probably gonna go drink with her. Since I already, it's yeah, you already this, got started. Had this I mean, nice blue moon. Yes. Uh, not a sponsor yet, but we're hoping. But. Um, you like Blue Moon? Is the reason you? No, I. Is okay. The reason you pick it? Uh, Blue Moon's an IPA. No, is it? No, it's a weed ale. It's a Belgian. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Fuck off. Um, no, but it does not taste like it. No, it white, doesn't. But no, I I like Blue Moon and I like Oberon and they taste very similar to me. Is mm-hmm. Oberon an IPA? Okay, then I just don't know beer. Uh, but I'm glad I got. Glad I got my hipster bougie producer to let me know. Um, I don't know IPAs. I'll let I'll let it be known. I don't know beer at all, and so. If it doesn't take like taste like dog piss, it's probably not an IPA. That's good. What what does that say about Doghead Beer, Doghead Brewery? Um, Are they do they do IPAs? I believe so, and it probably tastes like dog spit. I don't know. I don't drink a lot of beer. Uh, when mm. I do, I usually shotgun it or I drink mm. it in a beer bong, and it's usually a light beer. Definitely sounds like you went to MSU, and I don't I, want to gloss over any of this now. That I, I was like, oh, where? What is there else to talk about? <laughs> no, I'm, I didn't I'm so go to MSU. Okay, actually, but I never no. went to college. But so. what I wanted to get into is related. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> If you would like to, we don't have to. Talk no, about yeah, it. we can talk about me getting molested. I mean, <laughs> if you want, I can talk about me getting molested if it makes you feel Did better. Did you get molested? I mean, or is this like the ad thing? No. <laughs> <laughs> also, we have an ad. No, I. Um, when I was, this is the first time I'm sharing this. When I was ten years old, I was. <laughs> you don't have to share it. No, I was just. We for- can just assume something happened to you. Yeah, we can do that too. I was <laughs> I was forced into uh, fellatio. Okay. Um. Yeah, pressured by an older male uh, counterpart in my life at yeah. that time. Um. So that was just me opening the door to you to talk about things. No. Yeah. No. I mean, I had a similar experience too. I mean, like mm-hmm. Larry Nassar is the easiest one. I mean, Larry Nassar is who it was. He got me. If anyone was wondering, he um, got me. Like, and honestly, like probably the least traumatic out of like all the other things that like. Mm-hmm. Not that I've been super molested. Uh. But like, I had like a similar thing. Like, I don't know if you're talking about older as an adult or just like an older child but like i had a similar thing where like there was like a child molester in my daycare and i mean that isn't a child who was a molester also that was a great sketch that me and devron came up with a a while ago (laughs) yeah and also it sounds bad now that it's also both of our realities Yeah, yeah, yeah but this was a child molester that was a child who molests adults and i want to say stay tuned okay (laughs) 
But no, so I had a similar experience to what you were saying. Right. It's like, it was, you know what I mean? It wasn't, uh, it, it's confusing in that way. Yeah. Uh, but Larry Nassar is the easiest one to talk about. That's why I talk mm. about him on stage. Yeah. Um, I have like a couple of, I have one joke that I tell about. I've got Larry some Nassar. decent jokes about it. Yeah. I mean, and if you guys want to check it out, I have an episode. It's called Trigger Warning on my, uh, on my podcast, Leave Me Alone. Part one or two? Uh, part one. Um, part two is about the passing of oh, yeah. fucking what's his fucking nuts. God damn it. John Getter took his life before he was facing human trafficking charges. But he's just a big enabler in the whole right. thing. Uh, but no, as far as the Larry Nassar stuff goes, I have a lot of uh, weird feelings around it. Um, mm-hmm. Like in regards to just uh, the event itself. Um, right. And not even including myself, including everyone as a whole. Because mm-hmm. like uh, people don't really, I, don't, I never really see this reported, but there's like, there was 332 girls in the first wave and there was 170 something in the wave that I like filed in. right so, like, and this is just a wave of people coming forward yeah just that, not just forward. not just a when it was done yeah so and y- so it's like so it's like there's like a lot of fucking people mm. to back me and so like that's also i think why it was like so like that happening was sort of like open the door for me to like be able to like accept and talk about like the like things that like happened before right. that you know what i mean mm. so like i always say like he's like the tip of the iceberg um but I have like jokes that I've written about it and um, there's like one joke that I keep around. I say it pretty often. Mm. You've probably heard it. The one about like the massage fetish or whatever. Right. Um, Knuckle. But like, yeah. Snatch. Yeah. And so like I've done like, and I've written other jokes Mm. about it too. Uh, This like two times ago because we've had a lot of shutdowns in michigan right it's not listening from michigan we've had a lot of weird shutdowns if you're so, foreign to us it's not so yeah, foreign it's came to and us. gone a lot like they've they've really given it to us and snatched it away like quite a few times hey, you want your freedom exactly <laughs> yeah. and so uh one like the first time back um mm-hmm. after the first break i i recall had written a bunch of fucking larry yeah. nassar jokes and i went to tip top were you there yeah i did yeah a bunch of larry nassar jokes and they just didn't hit and they made me uncomfortable and they made everyone else uncomfortable and i was just that's like, not I completely not. true yeah i want you to i want you to know they didn't make everyone else uncomfortable and, yeah. and i can't speak for everyone obviously yeah but also some of them did hit i think i'm not trying to project this on you but i maybe you were clouded a little bit by the anxiety around also getting it off your chest yeah because it had been so much yeah it had been so long yeah i thought a lot of it was funny okay thank you um (laughs) and i'm not just saying that because you're here and you're bringing it up stuff like that exactly and that's not through it and that's the biggest thing exactly and i'm not a full believer in that if that if you're not completely through it yeah. That you shouldn't bring it up because I've worked through things on stage that have helped me get yeah. through it because I'm bringing it up. Yeah. You know, it depends like on your death. presentation of it. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean, too? Because, like, if you're just like, because, like, the problem with that is if set you're coming was that, at it from an angry. Yes, I was like yeah. angry and I was like ha- feeling some type of way about it. I think it was like in January, which is like around the anniversary of like the trials right. and all of that stuff. So like, I was just like feeling, I was just like in my, in my emotions about it. Yeah. And like, you're a woman. It's the okay. Present, the, the presentation of the set, the way I felt about the way I did it. And I like, think it's the way you felt about the presentation. Exactly. Definitely. Because, because you, you have those feelings yeah. and you know what you're feeling. And it's also another thing where it's yeah. like, if everyone blew up with laughter about those jokes with the way I was presenting them, I'd probably feel shittier because it's just like, 
Because now someone's like laughing. laughing at your trauma in a way that you're not presenting it in a way that you think is funny. Hey, you know what I mean? It's yeah, like, you just like it's about control. The fact that you don't think it's funny is yeah, yeah. That th- because Kevin Hart has the whole special yeah. about laughing at my pain. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you gotta be able to laugh at it. But I yeah, writing from I was writing it when I was in my room writing it yeah. from like a not funny place, and right. so like, and I don't regret saying it, but like yeah. I just like realized that like. The one joke I have is like probably honestly, unless something like comes to my head, like that's all I have to say about it. And like I don't want to like focus my writing sessions around right. like a Larry Nassar set or anything like that, yeah. which is like something I used to do like towards the beginning because like that one joke that I have is something that I lean on and it's something it's one of the first five jokes that I wrote. Right, one of the first five jokes I like told on stage, and mm-hmm. so it's just like. Uh, once, it's, th- but, that's all I have to say. You right. know what I mean? Like, plus, I don't know. Once, plus, when something hits, you kind of want to build around it. Yeah. But then you're just like, nope, beat that. Well, horse the thing to about death. it is that, like, I've found now, like, different avenues where, like, I can, like, even, like, say that joke and, like, I can still use it because I say I lean on it, but I'm a COVID year into comedy. So nothing that I've ever written is old and none, right. nothing I've ever written should be thrown out and, like, it all, it all should be, like, looked at again. Um, but like now that I'm like talking more about my family and like just like talking about different things that have happened to me, it's mm-hmm. like I can reference back to it, right? And like make a callback to it, and mm-hmm. it can still be a part of my act and be funny and be the reason why people are laughing without right. like having like a whole like five or ten minute chunk like on the subject, right? You know what I mean? Just oh, like yeah. sliding it in there, like at least for right now, like with my like current like uh, toolbox and my mm-hmm. capabilities within comedy. Like that's just how I have to take it, I guess. Plus you can just take the general idea of molestation and you can throw that into any bit. No, exactly. You know, it's, it's like, pretty universal. Well, once I say that anytime I mention molestation, they're going to think of like exactly. that joke that I've already said. And, and so like, like, it's basically exactly. a callback without really exactly. having to try that hard. Exactly. You got so a built in callback. Nice. Exactly. And that's like, what trauma does. Like for Trevor us. So he says, he's like, you're untouchable on this subject. And I mean that unironically. <laughs> that- and I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> which is good yeah that's good so i don't know but yeah it's uh it's it's weird it's a weird one for me mm-hmm. because i i i know a lot of people uh within that community because like i said i didn't really do gymnastics i did like recreational gymnastics classes right and then i moved on to like wrestling for a long time because there was a year of my life where i really needed my dad to love me more than my brother yeah and um and then i went from wrestling where, where also was a it was that one was competitive or was it comparative it was comp uh that one was competitive <laughs> and comparative right both but um but if my brother was there i wouldn't have had anything to compare no. his love to so exactly exactly <laughs> yeah. but the reason i got in with larry nassar is because i had a friend who was a gymnast and he really only saw gymnasts and like people that right. were like msu athletes and so like i was wrestling and doing like a fucking volleyball at the time or something okay and um uh i can't remember where i was going with this uh sorry to say but it was how you met your uh <laughs> Larry Nassar. Oh, oh. That's how you met your doctor. I, I think I was building up to something else, but it doesn't matter. I'm oh, so okay. sorry if I'm ruining your podcast by ru- like. Oh, no. It's all right. We've had much worse uh, talk. I've been seemingly ho- uh, transphobic on the podcast. It's, oh, oh, no. it's okay. Oh, no. <laughs> I say seemingly by my own standards. I. <laughs> <laughs> I, and I know I'm not transphobic, but yeah, yeah, I know people can fuck with your head though. Anyways, um, anyways, uh, 
But no, yeah. So like that's you're like, saying that the oh, only so way you were introduced. To, I know okay. a lot of people. I know a oh, lot of yeah, people that were affected by him. And like, uh, when I compare my when I am doing a comparative thing where like I compare my situation to theirs, and I'm like, I had a pretty good, right? Uh, like, yeah. Like in comparison, I never, you know, I wasn't a basement case. I didn't go to his house and mm-hmm. like be treated there. Like I saw him four times when I like between the ages of twelve and thirteen. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, right. So it's just like. And granted, they weren't great. Yeah. No. No. It but... wasn't good. It wasn't great. Like I definitely have like like but it's but but i just have that sort of like uh thing where i'm like i i didn't have it as bad as everybody else that's why it took me long like a long time to like come right. forward like as far as like legally and everything like that yeah. and so like but it was like i don't know it's kind of it's 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 fucking weird to say that it's like a blessing in disguise for me at least mm-hmm. in my like uh perspective um because like I think I just have had so much other shit happen to me in my life that like that wasn't even like a thought in my mind until he was arrested. Right. And then I was like, my mom like sent it to me and I was like, oh, is that why like this happened? You know right. what I mean? And she was just like, what are you talking about? And like, uh, you know what I mean? We You're checked, right. Like, I thought this was normal too. Yeah. Like, I didn't yeah. know. I was like, it's my doctor. Well, like the other thing is that it's like I had like had uh thing like like things happen at daycare you know what i mean so it's like i've been to the doctor to have him look at my vagina before right you know what i mean like it's because, not fucking crazy yeah, yeah you yeah. know so it's like so it was just, i just didn't know this wasn't that type exactly. of visit like it was almost yeah. worse when i found out and then i was like oh i didn't know i've been walking around i didn't know yeah and now like so it's like a weird thing as an adult and especially like as a young adult and i was in like a weird bad relationship yeah like, so it was just really hard and i'm glad i'm through it like i mean you're always working through shit but like i'm glad of course when people bring it up like this (laughs) it's definitely proof that you're working through it when you have to go all the way through it just again yeah yeah. (laughs) but but uh, but you know but i feel guilty saying that it's a blessing in disguise because it's like you know obviously like some people uh, because like can't a lot of people yeah Yeah. no a lot of people thought about every day of their life since it happened and like i was just i guess blessed to just be naive or to have something wrong with me to where i just don't recognize bad things happening around things happened to you before that yeah. to be like oh no this is just a baseline yeah. for normal activity and like honestly after then too like not like just just traumatic things in general you know right. what i mean and like it's so like i don't know if my mom ever hears this like my parents are so funny like i love them so much but they're always like you were on a travel cheerleading team like you were you're you were not abused as a child Hashtag you know what i mean privilege <laughs> you were like, so privileged yeah. as a child i don't understand where you could see trauma yeah exactly. you know what trauma means <laughs> Uh, <laughs> you were fed. You were <laughs> like, okay. You were fed. You look healthy. Uh, yeah. What can we do? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, well, shit. Now we got sad, and I think we turned it up. We're cool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> do you have anything you'd like to promote besides your podcast, Leave Me Alone, available on Spotify, Google Play, uh, iHeartRadio? Or I don't no? know. I'm on iHeart, I don't so know. you can check me out there. To go to the Anchor. Anchor has all the links to oh, all yeah, the places dude. it's at. So if you Anchor's go to Anchor got the link tree. slash Leave Me Alone, they got a link tree there. You can click on it. You can find me. Um, follow me on Instagram. It's at Elena Bamfield. I'll spell my name for you because it's wrong a lot and I have a bad accent. So it's A L A I N A. And then Bamfield is B A M, as in mother, not an N, M F I E L D. Uh, and that's where I, I'll post my show shit on there. Uh, so people can come and watch, but there's really nothing to watch oh, yeah. as of right now. So, uh, 
<laughs> just just, just check, listen to my podcast. Check out the uh, stories. Yeah, check out the stories. I do stuff with Salsa Parlor. Um, oh, on yeah. Saturdays we live stream at 10 a.m. 10 a.m. on YouTube at Salsa Parlor. So I'm pretty regular on that show. If you guys want more of like this style content, um. <laughs> this, this style me, me on a camera with a microphone. Yes. Uh, are you? Uh, this is coming out next week, I believe. So are you doing any shows? Um, I have a show at Parts and Labor on Thursday, and that is in, I believe, Dearborn, Michigan. Nice. I'm going to uh, haggle Abby Lemke to try and get a spot on the garage bar on Tuesday, see Ooh. if there's a drop or anything. On 420 or the next Tuesday? Okay. Uh, there probably won't be one, uh, but I'm just going <laughs> to ask. Uh, because well, look for I didn't at, sign up for anything. Look for on 427 maybe for a spot. Yeah, uh, Show up, go up. There will be. Okay, cool. But so, I'm knows? hoping I'll just like bat my eyelashes or something and like something yeah, will happen. Abby. But probably not, yeah. yeah. I'm saying, Abby, come on. I don't know. She um. could turn. Uh, <laughs> uh, if you're interested, I'll be in. Well, I don't want to do this now. Hey, follow me on Instagram at the underscore Hunter Miles and on Twitter at the underscore Hunter Miles. Follow the show on Instagram at Where Is This Going Pod. And follow the show on Twitter at Where Is This Gopo. And <laughs> I will be in the rest of April. Let me, I'm so sorry. No, you're good, dude. The rest of April, I will be at Make It Spicy the day this airs, hopefully. And then I'll be at Parrot's Lounge on 429. You can also see me in Austin. What? Yeah, that's <laughs> right. I'm going to Austin in May. Uh, May eight or May nineteen, I will be at. Ba, 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 da, ba. I really wish I was better at this. <laughs> I, I will be at the Thrive Comedy Hour May eighteen uh, in Austin, Texas, and I will also be at uh, another place in May on Tuesday, May eighteen at eight p.m. And I'm not gonna look for another date. I'll try to promote Thank it better God. next time. <laughs> Jeez, that was rough. This has been Elena Bamfield. Thank you so much. That Thanks sounded weird. Me. Bamfield. That is um, my last name. It's not Bamford. It's not. But you'd like to? It'd be cool if I was related to Maria Bamford, but... Well, we can only wish. I'd have a whole new identity crisis at that point. Um. <laughs> yeah, talk about imposter syndrome. Yeah, for real. <laughs> this has been Where Is This Going? I've been Hunter Miles with Elena Bamfield. Check out our producer, Jake and the Stooge, and... Thank you guys so much. Bye. Bye. <laughs>